There can only be two. Jack-Jack. Tom-Tom. We're back like we never left. And this week, we're doing things our way. <laughs> we'll see you after the jump. I am a Jedi. Like my father before me. Kenobi! Rebellions are built on hope. You are part of the Rebel Alliance and a traitor. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. Never tell me the odds. Well done. You're a rebel now. Hello there, Rebels. Welcome to Reckless Rebellion, a podcast with enough chaotic energy to fuel a Death Star. All about the wars in the stars. I am your rogue leader, electrifying force-sensitive, native to the Chiss Ascendancy, Thomas Carter Rochester. And I'm joined by the singular greatest mind the Rebellion has to offer. Up first and last... <laughs> Scarif native and Anakin's favorite Padawan, Jack Sunville. Pew, 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 pews. I am the first and the last, the Alpha and the Omega. Let's just, okay. let's, let's clarify this. Let, okay. Let's get it right. Jack, when Jack. Klein comes back and when David eventually comes back, they're going to be like, what the fuck happened? Because Jack has taken over. It's a Jack takeover, folks. Yeah, Jack's gonna run the pod, is what Jack's saying. Um, he's he's who came up with this entire week's content, Jack. And if you don't like it, then I guess I'm done running the show. <laughs> uh, no, they they're gonna love it. I I as I you know, I'm one with the world between worlds, and I've read the future. It is in the star charts, and I assure you, they love you. Oh. I, I love to hear it. Thank you so much, Thomas, for reassuring me. Um, I mean, it's, it's nothing crazy this week. We're just changing up a few things. Um, we're trying to come up with fun ideas that are fun for both me and Thomas, but also, of course, for the audience. Mm. Um, since Klein is out on his honeymoon in Disneyland, in the <sighs> Disneylands, which I will be at in, uh, I guess it'll be May 1st to May 4th. Or no, May 1st to May 3rd uh, next year. Uh, okay. Going to Disneyland for the first time. Uh, after our Hawaii honeymoon, uh, wow. we'll be part of the honeymoon, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but he built a lightsaber. We didn't get to see a picture of it yet. That was yet. literally the, that was literally the only thing I asked. <laughs> it's the one thing we really <laughs> wanted to see <laughs> from the honeymoon. I might've even requested a video of him building it. <laughs> I hope they got like pictures of that at least. Um, but we'll, we'll post that on the socials once he, uh, he got it shipped to Canada. The one and only Canada. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know why I'm making this about me. I'm such a narcissist. <laughs> yeah, two people got married. Tom's like, what the fuck? Where's the light? Where's my lightsaber? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to. I <laughs> want the lightsabers. <laughs> oh my god. The show? Oh yeah. I'm uh I'm, I'm I'm running this awkward. Uh Jack Jack, how you doing, buddy? You're looking great, man. Thanks, man. I'm I am doing good. Um Thomas, I gotta be honest with you though. Before oh. I hopped into the stream with you, yeah, I killed. There was a fly. We've had like a fly problem, and I think it's because there's like a crack somewhere in the window. I'm not sure, um, but like I've been killing them nonstop, and I killed one before I hopped on here. And then I looked down at the table where they obviously fell. There were two of them, but they were flying together. I think they were mating. <gasps> wow! <laughs> I interrupted some <laughs> some like hardcore stuff. Insects. Going on from flies. 
Yeah, you <laughs> you interrupted insects. I and, sure did. And honestly, you, they went out with a bang, buddy. They in did. multiple <laughs> ways. <laughs> in a lot of ways. <laughs> in a lot of ways. So Hey man, that's awesome. Look at yeah, you. Yeah, just a You're... fun fact for you and the audience today <laughs> before yeah. we started recording. What it was just fun. such a random thing. I was like, no <laughs> fucking way. I thought it was like a love bug at first because of the way it looked. Um, for you northerners who don't know what love bugs are, do they have mm. love bugs up north? I I, I, I don't. I don't, know I don't know actually. I don't live up there. Yeah, well, that's David up there in Atlanta. That's pretty north. Of yeah, that's kind of north. <laughs> <laughs> up there in Yankee country. No. Uh, <laughs> Uh, no, I'll ask. I'll ask some people. I, I know some people that live up there. We'll ask Liam. And we'll find all out. those northerners. Liam would know. Yeah. Um, but that's a good question. Uh, I don't. How are you? I'm fine. We're all fine here now. I'm still, you know, wanting a new job. I got sleep at least. You know, I'm better than the other day. Like I'm not angry. That, it, it was rough, man. Not just for you, but for like me as well. Like I don't know what it was that day, but but we got through it. I think we had a good show. That, think, that we 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 started on. at the bottom and we went up. I think that's how it's yeah. supposed to work, right? You can't start wicked high and then drop low. Then you turn into I don't know, like sixteen other movies that have existed. Oh, the, the Flash. Uh, w- no, Wolverine Origins. That movie that starts out with the best opening sequence that has spawned my idea of what a Wolverine movie should be. Yeah. Oh, and then the rest of the movie dope. happened, which is nothing to do with what I want the movie to be. That's a so. great. That's a great point. That opening, I remember watching that, be like, "Holy hell!" But I was also confused because, like, I was nine when that came out. I saw it in theaters though, because I think X Men: The Last Stand was like the first one of the first comic book movies I saw. And Ooh. when his claws, so I was a big Wolverine fan. When his claws came out and they were bone, mm. I was like, what? I was so confused. And then I had forgotten because I was young about what happened in X2 and that this was like origins. And then I caught along, but it's like, what is happening? Who's this guy? Is this the same kind of like, what was his name? Sabretooth from the first one. X-Men mm. was always very confusing. And as I'm talking, there's another fly around here somewhere. Um, but yeah, that's a good opening. And then, yeah, it just goes downhill. And then Ryan Reynolds shows up. And then Ryan Reynolds gets his mouth sewn shut. But then he gets shot in the head because Deadpool 2 in time is linear. So <laughs> uh, I've been dodging Deadpool spoilers on my homepage of uh, Microsoft Edge today. They're actually. out there. They're out yeah. there, man. Yeah, good. Let them be out there. But if you send them to me, I will find you. I will hunt you down and I will pee in your cereal bowl. I was Eric about to say Liam Neeson, but then you went, then you went on a different <laughs> route. I thought about I was doing like, it's it, not Liam Neeson. I didn't want to threaten someone's life. You know, I don't that's want to true. do that. That's a little it's far. Just that's their cereal bowl. You, that's how you get canceled, right? It's just cereal. Yes. You know, I'm just going to pee in your Cheerios. Literally inside of the Cheerio. I had Cheerios this morning. <laughs> hey, Jack, Jack. Uh, there you go. I'm coming for you, buddy. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, at, I'm going kayaking this weekend. Time hey, that's cool. Weekend. I'm so very excited. I need this in my life. Um, I am back to teaching yoga on Monday nights. That's fun. Nice. It's very, very exciting. I still go on Wednesdays when I can, um, which has been every day except last week when I went to a housewarming party for my best friend here. So, hey, you man, know, you got a lot going on. Yeah, well, I've been told that I'm a workaholic and I should maybe get less hobbies. And then I say, hold on, all of these things make me money. Fuck you. <laughs> um, so <laughs> there's that. Um, 
Yeah, I'm ready to do this thing. I'm very excited for our first segment for the first, possibly the last time ever. (laughs) We do not know. It is time for three questions and an answer. Jack, Jack, this is your idea. Yeah, so this, um, we didn't want to do a Rebel Report this week because last time we recorded was Saturday and today is a Thursday. So it hasn't been a full week of news. There isn't a ton of Star Wars news at the moment because there isn't much going on. Um, We're hoping to get back to the Rebel Report next week with some cool stories. Um, And I was kind of thinking, I was like, man, what can we do to mix it up? And sort of taking a page out of the direct podcast's book um at least back when liam was co-host they did this thing where um they always like started the show with like a question uh from an audience member and i was like well we don't really have time to like put something out in the socials to get like questions from the audience from our listeners um and i know that thomas you and Klein had just done that not too long ago so like ah, how can we mix it up and so just came up with this thing of like thomas and i can come up with three separate star wars related questions on our own and then to start the show, we'll just ask them to each other. Uh, hopefully, they'll be thought-provoking and interesting, or they can be funny. It could be whatever the hell you want. It could be a, a little bit of the rating game. It could be a little bit of would you rather. Uh, no matter what it is, though, we will give our answers, and it'll be a nice little introduction to this Star Wars podcast. What do you think of that, Thomas? I love it. I also don't think that I mentioned, because we, we just put the notes together as we're going, uh, that we're also doing a first half of 2023 fandom draft. We are. In the second half of the episode. I didn't mean for all that to rhyme, but it works. Um, <laughs> granted, I used half twice in the same three bar, so it is what it is. I'm not going to get too poetic with it, but we got a lot going on this this here Thursday, the 22nd of June, day after the solstice, by the way. Happy solstice if you celebrate. Yeah. Longest day of the year. Had a great hot yoga sesh last night. Fantastic. Jack, I'm excited for your questions. I'm going to be dead honest. I, I love being... <laughs> too honest apparently according to some of my best friends so i'm gonna start off with i only have questions but they are one's a one's a fucking doozy the other is very personal to me okay third one doesn't exist so we're doing great (laughs) we'll get there we'll get there well thomas do you do you want to start us off then with your your first question no i kind of want you to start okay i will start it um this one is a bit of a doozy i don't want to go like I don't want this segment to be like extremely long, so we don't have to like spend too much time on this answer. But just generally speak, tomorrow, Thomas, yes. you're hired to be the president of Lucasfilm. Oh, shit. What are your main initiatives on day one? And a follow-up question. So kind of cheating here, but we're, we're doing it. <laughs> Will Kathleen Kennedy be in charge of Lucasfilm by the end of Q1 of 2024? Oh, uh, I'm going to say no to the last part. Okay. Because there's rumors swirling that she wants to, that she's going to retire after Indiana Jones. Yeah, that's what I, I was don't thinking. remember if those were unfounded or de- de- debunked or whatever. I don't but think we know. Yeah. The fact that no one came out and be like, that's wrong is in telling to say the yes. least. So um, that was an easy answer. Okay. Now, let's do the, now let's do the hard answer. What is <laughs> my one, initiative? Baby. Day one. Okay. Cop out question or cop out answer. Tell me everything we're already making. Everything. <laughs> I want to know it all. Right? Right. 
Do you want me to go further than that one cop out? I don't know. I kind of, I kind of like that. Just like, <laughs> like step one. Like, I mean, a as a fan, I want to know. But B, like that is super important to to right. start building a web of this universe, um, because you know me, I absorb this content like it's a mm-hmm. drug. It is, and I'm never like I don't want to say I have an addiction. I do, but I totally love this universe since I was seven years old. When I got to watch the theatrical cuts, the fact that I'm old enough, but just young enough to have watched the theatrical cuts originally and then like a year later, go watch Phantom Menace in the theaters is mind boggling to me. Like that is that is like beautiful and how not everybody gets to experience life that way and Star Wars that way. So I'm very blessed and I feel as though it is a part of my personal DNA, my philosophy on life, my my spirituality, all of it somehow comes back to Star Wars in some way. Acting, that was the first time I watched a movie and went, I want to make this. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to be in this. And the only way I can be in this, because it is scientifically inaccurate to our time period, is to be in it on the movie side. So I would want to know everything right off the bat. And then the very first thing I would do is make a Thrawn project. Nice. Naturally. Because the, now, and, I guess, let me ask you though, real quick, ooh, sorry to interrupt. Okay. Yeah. Where are you going with it? Cause we kind of have Thrawn projects coming, not solely on him, but you know what I mean? Yes. Would you, would you go the Chiss route and explore that a little bit? Would you go back in time? Like what, what, what are you doing with it, Thomas? Buddy, you know, I'm going the Chiss route with it. Yeah. There's so <laughs> much unwritten in that time period. Um, and, and that would probably require a recast which is tough real Mm. tough to do but i'm i might be a little crazy here instead of a mickelson i'd probably go with a scars guard because oh i love that and i think he's the one who played it the youngest one who is in john Bill? bill yeah yeah i would go with him because because him when you look at him and then you like if you look at an old picture of thrawn and you look at his face, they have enough of the same features that it's like, yeah, we could doll that up with some blue makeup, but he also would crush it. And that's what I look for the most because um, I love Thrawn and I definitely think that the Chiss Ascendancy era, it's like, I'm trying to remember how long it is. He was born like 54, 55 years before the Battle of Yavin. So he's about 60 years old when we meet him in Rebels. Um, excuse me, not Rebels. I'm sorry. The the one we're going to be watching. Ahsoka. Thank you. He's a little over 60 in that. Okay. Um, so you take 54 minus 19. He's about mid-30s when he leaves the Chiss Ascendancy. And in that era, there's a lot going on. Like the end of the Chiss Ascendancy, the Chiss Ascendancy books, it takes place within like a single year. Like all of it's about oh, wow. a year long. Yeah. And when I say a lot of happens, dude, a lot happens. So like, I'm like, wow, all of that happened in a single year. That's insanity. So that's so, what I would do. So last question about it, just because okay. I'm curious. Let's say you decide to keep all the movies that they've announced, like the three big ones. Oh, I, yeah. I should say. The Ray movie, the Mangled yep. movie, and um, Dave's movie. You keep those. What is your target date year Ooh, that's for this good. Thrawn movie? Oh, I didn't say it was a movie, sir. I said project. 
Oh, that you are correct. I because because I immediately went live action, but my initial idea was maybe it's an animated series on this. But then I was like, no, I could recast him and make Skarsgård him. But just a project. Now I will give. I love the I will give you a movie though. though. Like I guarantee, I need a movie here. I have okay. two, and it okay. is okay. one in the High Republic, one in the Old Republic. I need them, and I would bullet point them for 2030 one of them for 2030 and i'd probably say okay. one for 2028 i don't know which one i feel Ooh. like i would make people wait a little longer for the old republic because then after the acolyte they might be more a little bit more enticed on the high republic and that's how you start planting seeds mm. further back in time that's a good point that's a good point that is about it to the acolyte yeah hire, i like that lucasfilm <laughs> um what That's a good you? lead in to my answer here, yeah. Thomas. Um, so first part, well, technically the last part. Uh, I I'll go with you. I don't think she will be though. When the I was initially leaning on those rumors about her uh, kind of ditching after Indy um, and retiring, or at least moving on. But I don't know. After celebrate those rumors, I think came out before celebration. So with celebration and just kind of seeing the way she was talking about certain stuff. Like, I don't think, I don't think, and, and oh, there was another rumor that was like, if she wants to keep her job, she has to get a movie out by 2025, which is no longer happening, but that could just be because of the writer strike and whatnot. So I don't know. I'm going to go ahead and say no though. So end of Q1 was that math kind of March, March of 2024 after March. Yeah. Of, yeah. Yeah. I think, I, I think she'll be gone, but part of me, kind of hopes not because then it's like we just announced these three movies so like what's what's the deal that's that's where how this question came to be yeah um so if i was hired as a president of lucasfilm tomorrow on day one what's my main initiative of course figure out everything that's in the works both that have been announced where they are in terms of production and then ones that we haven't announced yet but for me my biggest goal again just assuming that we're keeping the projects that have been announced so the three movies are happening you and let's assume that the really the release dates currently stick. So that would be two in twenty twenty six, and then one in twenty twenty seven. My initiative would be to get Dave Filoni, get Leslie Headland, and say, "Make me an Old Republic movie." And we're gonna shoot for twenty twenty. I kind of, I'm, uh, I don't know. It's 2027. I'd kind of want a little bit of a break between all three of those movies. That's a lot of movies in one time. You also have to account for the writer strike. Yes, and is is the possibility of there being an uh, actor strike also still there, or did they? I'm gonna be honest with you. I have heard that we reached a deal, but I also have not actually sat down and done the reading I need to do. I'm sure. a little behind yeah. on time. I haven't either. That's why I asked the question. I don't know how to read. You're, it. Yeah, your work especially. Um, so, let, let, I mean, I think the actor strike could be a thing. Um, so I'll just say 2030 then. We'll stick with 2030. Um, and specifically, I want the focus to be on just that movie, just an old Republic movie, I'm not like a huge Old Republic fan when I know of it, I'm a fan of, but like I don't know all the ins and outs and all the different games that came out and this character and that character. So I'm just like, you guys do your thing. We're shooting for 2030 for this. But 
I do want there to be enough seeds to where this can be the next big saga. Because from the, like, for me, like, that's what I wanted out of the movies that they announced at Celebration. Obviously, they can't announce that it's going to be a big saga and then the movie fails. So yeah. one of the movies that we're getting could be the next big thing. I don't know. We have to see how they do. Um, but I think the Old Republic is just, like, the best. Like, I know David Thompson would hate this because he wants to move forward with Star Wars. But I think there's just so much story you could tell with, I mean, anywhere in Star Wars, but specifically the Old Republic. And I want that to be the next big thing. And obviously not going to rush it, but I like I want the possibility of there being TV shows that tie in if, it, if a project calls for it and just let the saga go from there. Hopefully it's successful. That's my big initiative. And my other big thing, just quickly here, I am saying that all books and comic books and shorts and whatever show, Young Jedi Adventures, I'm saying that that is not canon. What? I'm saying it's not canon. It's I think it's too complicated. It can absolutely be your canon if you want it to be. If like if you read the Thrawn books and you say this is canon for me, it's canon for you. That's fine. But later down the line, I'm saying only movies and um, shows they can be animated or live action um, are canon because I think that way you almost. I don't want anyone to be restricted by anything, but it's just so stupid how they said everything's going to be canon. Every book, every comic book that comes out, like that was the big deal when Disney bought Lucasfilm in 2012, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And now we have shows that are contradicting those things. I know people are like, well, it's all from a certain point of view. It's like, okay, well then don't call it all canon then. Because like, yes, it is from a certain point of view. I appreciate that. But like, I'm like, I just know I've I've seen different fans on social media be like, man, I used to read all the books and stuff, but like once I found out that they aren't all that connected and stuff was contradicting other stuff, it's like, why even? So I'm like, you know what? I'm just making an official announcement as a president of Lucasfilm. These are the big canon things. And if we want to take seeds from books that have come out, like like Thrawn, if like your project, it's like, yeah, we'll absolutely take that. And people be like, okay, well then partially that stuff is canon. It's like, yeah, absolutely. But the main leaders of it are the live action movies and shows and the animated shows. We'll see if we ever get an animated Star Wars movie. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I know that, that that's a big controversial, controversial yeah. thing. But that is um, a hot take right there. I'm making the statement. I'm, ma- I'm yeah. planning my flag. I will be honest. I should have said animated film just to piss off David. Like that would be my first initiative. That would have been a whole animated <laughs> trilogy. And the I'll hater hold, himself. I literally make the main character a Thompson, like just to fuck with him. You know, In you fact, could even it would be David Thompson. D- David Thompson. Thompson. Yeah. It would be, so like someone's name would be Tomp, and he'd be Thompson, like Odinson. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Done it. Love it. Uh, okay, Thomas. I, we, I love we, how we, you were talking about the old Republic and how that's where you feel the most creativity can be. At least that's where you stand with it. I would like you, sir, <laughs> to rank all nine of the eras of star wars on the timeline in our show notes i want to know where you rank them and i'm gonna is this one of your questions this is my one question this is amazing Uh, and i (laughs) was like like, we gotta move on we gotta go no yeah this is the question uh how would you rank the nine eras in the star wars timeline released at uh star wars celebration and i'm gonna leave it open to any form of method of ranking you want at first i wanted to hype right 
But now I'm like, I just want you to kind of go through it and figure it out. So I've not done this ranking on my own yet. I probably fucking should have, um, but that's okay. Cause here I'm going to go ahead and start with Dawn of Jedi is my number one. Old Republic is my number two. Uh, excuse me. I'm sorry. That's not right. Dawn of Jedi is my number one. High Republic is my number two. And Old Republic is my number three. I love the idea of being so far in the past that everything can happen and it won't affect a fucking thing in the future. Right. Yeah. We yeah, are like both in that. We are both in that mindset. And the best part is each one of those are so far apart that it's like, what, 25,000 years or so between Dawn of Jedi and Old Republic, because I'm seeing Dawn of Jedi eras, 36,000 to 25,000. So it's like, wow. And then Old Republic's 25,000 to about 3,000 or something like that. The That's High Republic so is like 500 to 200 or something like that. So that, that would be my top three. That's like 30 thousand years of storytelling yeah. map area like you can do yeah. anything you want there like it's it's so far back like that's where i'll just always disagree with david like i want to see stuff moving forward too oh, yeah. but going backwards number one you're not as strict on i guess a lot of the rules that is interestingly enough because if you go so far back like you can go back before the rule of two was the thing. So you can have a lot of like, you can have Jedi versus Sith wars and all that stuff. Like Jedi oh, versus yeah. Mandos. Like, yeah. Like it's so far back that the consequences of it will like, you won't even think about the consequences touching mm -hmm. even the high Republic, but especially fall of the Jedi reign of the empire, age of rebellion. Like that's just, there's such yeah. different worlds. Like, yeah. Um, so I'm going to do this ranking just based off of, I think, storytelling potential okay. um, at this point. So it's just because like Age of Rebellion is obviously going to be like my favorite just in general because yeah. it, it's, only it's the original trilogy and all and Rebels, of course, all that. Um, so I'm going to do this strictly based off of storytelling potential. First, I'm going to go. And of course, it's my opinion. So what I think is the best storytelling potential I know I said Old Republic, but Dawn of the Jedi is just looking me right in the face saying, pick me, motherfucker. Um, I'm going to go Old Republic number one. I'm That's typing bad. this out for my own brain. Old Republic number one, and then I will go Dawn of the Jedi. Um, after that, I will go... I can say that uh, 7, 8, and 9 will be... In no particular order, Fall of the Jedi, Reign of the Empire, and Age of Rebellion, just because we've been there, done that. That is at the bottom. Uh, so just doing the kind of like top six here. Uh, <laughs> Old Republic, Dawn of the Jedi. I will go... Interestingly enough... Yeah, I'll do it. Shout out David Thompson. New Jedi Order. Because I do like going forward. I do want to see what that looks like. I think they could do really interesting things based off of like, here's the Sith stuff that came before. Here's the Jedi stuff that came before. And, and even like Republic and Empire stuff. How do we build from there? Mm -hmm. And how can it be different while still feeling like Star Wars? Um, then I will go High Republic. Shout out Acolyte. Then I will go Rise of the first order. Cause I'm so fascinated by it. If they Question. will even touch on that. Yes. I believe actually point of interest. I think rise of the first order is the sequels because you have fall of the Jedi reign of the empire. You're right. 
Age of New Repu- Age of the Rebellion, the New <sighs> Republic. So it's going to be interesting how they define that because I was you're right. The sequels are definitely in there. Um, I just also I'm thinking about like how the First Order started in the sense like the political stuff, and it's going to be so tied to the New Republic era. So it's kind of hard to rank those. But you're right. I will rank New Republic first, then and then. Well, not first first but uh, at five and then i'll put rise of the first order at six and then fall of the jedi which is all the prequel stuff we've gotten so much of reign of the empire is stuff in between which we've gotten a lot of recently with rebels and or obi-wan um the jet the fallen order games almost like jedi mm-hmm. order and then age of rebellion um which we've definitely seen a ton of uh, point of interest, yes, they do have some kind of a breakdown. Uh, this is from 2021, actually, but they rain, or excuse me, where is it at? The Rise of the First Order does include the movies. This is when they were announcing the High Republic. So they had Fall okay. of the Jedi, Reign of the Empire, Age of the Rebellion, the New, uh, New Republic, and Rise of the First Order. They do have... Um, resistance the series that's there that's you know it's decent uh force awakens last jedi and rise of skywalker are the rise of the first order okay so yeah just to recap my rankings i'm again i'm not including fall of the jedi reign of the empire or age of rebellion um which is where the prequels to the originals kind of take place um so number one i have the old republic number two dawn of the jedi number three new jedi order number four high republic number five new republic and six rise of the first order by the way i put high republic above new republic because me personally i have not read any of the high republic books so it's kind of unknown to me until the acolyte um but also new republic i don't maybe it's just mando season three just being a little bit of a downer for me where i'm just like not as hyped to see i'm still hyped for ahsoka and everything but like i'm just n- you know, with the certain political aspects of season three of Mando um, and being on Coruscant, it just wasn't quite as engaging to me as I wanted it to be. So hopefully in future projects it will be. But for now, that is my ranking. Thomas, that was a phenomenal question. That was a great question. Thank you. I can't guarantee the the gloriness of the rest of them. But I do have a, another like tangent question. Do you not like yes. Reign of the Empire, the 19-year gap? Is that... Do, let me rephrase that question. Do you think we've yeah. already seen enough of that era? Yes. Oh my God. Okay. Yes. I just, and Fair. that's why I listed off the projects because like, I love that era. We've gotten so much that I love in that era, but like just thinking of solo and or rebels, Obi-Wan Kenobi, the fallen order games, all the different little books that have come out in that era. I'm just like, I'm like, let's, Oh, well, no rogue ones, age of rebellion, I would say, but yes. um, it's just like, let's move away from it. Fair. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's what I was thinking. I, I I believe you've said that on the show before, but I thought I'd double inquired for yes, safety's, of course. Of course. safety's sake. Um, I've already listed, listed my top three. It is Dawn of the Jedi, High Republic, Old Republic. Yes. I am then going New Jedi Order. Okay. Because I do want to go in the fr- in, in forward. I like the idea of not being so tied to the canon of your movies that you want to lump in here and you want to cut out books, you nerd. (laughs) (laughs) So I do like this. I'm I'm on the same exact place. Like our top four is the same project, like the same eras, just different rankings, which I absolutely love. Me too. After that, 
I am going to go probably, ugh, I'm going the New Republic for sure. Now, mine is not based okay. on creativity. So this is where we start to deviate. Mine is then Age of Rebellion, Fall of the Jedi. Hmm. Yep, Reign of the Empire and then Rise of the First Order. The Rise of the First Order is a three-year span. I'm cool. I'm cool on that. I don't know how much creativity fits into there. Like, in terms of without it just being set in the time period and having nothing to do with the rest of the series. Um, so it loses out on non-nostalgia's sake. But, Thomas, let me ask you that as we're trying to figure out that those two era like where new republic ends and first order starts if like if we're just saying sequels are rise of the first order of course yeah that's yeah it's basically three years but if kylo ren or if ben solo turns into kylo ren i believe mm-hmm. it was six years before the force awakens okay i, see I where feel you're like that might there. be a better place to start the rise of the first order but even then snoke was already a thing if you saw or read the um rise of kylo ren comic book like no it's not canon i didn't read it that was really good actually um but if you have read it like it like ben goes and visits snoke on this weird looking i don't know if it was a planet if it was like kind of like a um like like a man-made type sanctuary thing it's just very weird but obviously stuff had been in the works so i'm just curious i guess that's why i'm like a little bit it, that's why it's not in the bottom three for me the rise of the first order era okay that's um, fair but would that change anything for you if that was the case? Yes, if we it would. a little bit more into the Snow Kylo Ren stuff. It would. It would then, uh, let's see, I forgot what uh, New Order was for, and then it was Age of Rebellion, Reign of the Empire followed. So it would probably rise up past Reign of the Empire for okay. me because there's a little bit more creativity. Um, Age of the Rebellion is sitting right there firmly at, what is that, five, I think? Dead Center. Uh, because it's just, it's so good. And the comics that are coming out and there are books that can still be written in there. And there's enough space in like that three to five year period. Cause the age of the rebellion goes another year after indoor technically. Like it doesn't end with the empire yeah, going down yeah. there. They fight the battle at Jakku. I said that weird battle of Jakku. Jakku. <laughs> Jakku. <laughs> um, it is very fancy. Uh, it is not from nowhere. So, uh, I, I really like that idea. And then you're talking about this, and I've already said that I think once Thrawn goes down in Heir to the Empire, that is the rise of the First Order. So Ooh. that might actually be a longer period than we realize. Yeah. And I got a great idea for you, buddy. The New Republic and the rise of the First Order actually overlap, right? Here's where I would like sense. to start discerning that and just in kind of putting shit in our own face for what we've just said. The First Order was not known to be a real threat until about 10 years before, and that's when Leia found out. Mm. From that point, she created the Resistance. When they really rise would be when they rise to take power, right? Is that what, that's what I feel like we should call it. Um, so fall of the Jedi is like the prequels, right? We, we call it the prequels because that's when they start going downhill. Well, the rise of the first order, it might only start a couple of years after Kylo Ren gets there. 
Like he's got to go through some 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 sure some Sith rearing, if you will. So like <laughs> I would call it a total of five to seven year period. I think okay. it's about the same amount of time as the Age of Rebellion really is. Okay, yeah. So, it, it, which is it's funny you say that because still does like, keep it up right where I where we where we put it. Yeah, the first order in the sequels really is like their own rebellion. Just it's like an evil rebellion because yeah. they're not in power. Like, they, yeah, they're able to seize power in certain places, but like, it, well, they did take out the capital of the New Republic, so there's that. But still, it, it's it's not like where you know the re- the rebellion in the original trilogy like was a rebellion. The Empire had complete power over everything, and I think it, I don't know. It's an interesting perspective, Thomas. Are we? Are you comfortable with moving on? Are we ready to move on yes. to... Okay, I will hit you with this question. I don't know how the hell you're going to answer it. It's just something I wrote down. I don't even know if it's a good question. You enter the world between worlds. What's the oh, first baby. thing you do? Let's fucking go. Uh, ask the <laughs> question again. All I heard was world between worlds. <laughs> you enter the world between worlds. What's the first thing you do? <laughs> oh, I don't know how I'm going to answer this question either. The Star okay. Wars Rebels version of the World Between Worlds, not our Earth version where you <laughs> you know how the audience responds to this podcast <laughs> and my ideas. Did you forget when you talked about that earlier on this podcast? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, hopefully our listeners remember. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Jack, you're going to have to go do some research, it sounds like, to pull it back up. Um, Okay, so... I can walk around. I can go north, east, south, west, yeah, travel throughout. You're hearing voices all around you. Oh, God. It's just like my dreams. I can um, – the best part is I can watch anything in the Star Wars reality. Anything. Yeah, yeah, anything. And, d- let, I mean, let's be honest. If you want to fuck up the timeline, you could. If you if you want to be hectic, chaotic Thomas Carter Rochester, wow. not for selfish Lord, reasons, but just because you're like, Lord, sir, I'm here to main – you, you know what you could do? You know what you could do, Thomas? You could see what happens in the future of one thing and then be like, okay, I'm going to go into the past, jump into that, and see how this new world would be different. You know what I'm saying? You're fucking, I'm, I'm loving this. Okay, I got you. Thank you for that. I'm setting the mood. Are I'm you sorry. trying to lead me down a path? Yes, I am. All right, I want to see what would happen if Thrawn was not taken away by Ezra Bridger and Holy how fast the rebellion shit. would be crushed. Whoa. I want to see. I want to see how fast the rebellion would actually get Thrawn. slaughtered. Yeah. Hey. They would, dude. As I, soon I, as you I said that, I was like, wow, that's a great idea. Why doesn't I do that? Um, I would do that. I would also go back to see. <laughs> you want to see the rebellion get slaughtered? I mean, I want to see the rebellion get slaughtered. Yeah. I, I'm <laughs> yeah, I but yeah. I would also go back and just sit down and watch. Like, not so much the dawn of the Jedi, because like that's cool. I want to see what happened with the first Sith. Like, Ooh. what create? How did the Sith become a thing? I want dawn of the Sith. I want to see that. That and, that sounds sick. Yeah. Oh, oh, that sounds so cool. What about you? What would you do in the world between worlds? I don't know. Maybe I was nervous about this question because I didn't have an answer to it. Um, I kind of like your idea. I I think I just go back and watch. I mean, I love watching movies just in regular life, and that'd be kind of what this is. I gotta walk around to each portal, and and that you know that get a little Ugh. tiring. But um, oh god, you gotta walk. It's just like golfing. I don't know how you do it. You know what I would love to do, and this would fuck everything up. It would fuck everything up, unless I could erase people's minds in the world between worlds, which would be pretty cool. 
Um, I would love to just take people from different eras that we know and just be like, because you did this, that caused this person's life or that caused this person's life to go this way. Because there are so many times in Star Wars, or like like taking Andor out of Rogue One, like maybe after they, they've, they're they victorious, they got the message up, but before they die and being like, look what you guys, uh, Andor and um, Jin, and be like, look what you mm-hmm. guys did. Like, like it just it, like, obviously they're not, it's, none of this is real, but like, I, I wish I could go in universe and be like, you guys did it. Like, like this fight, like think about that. They died on that beach on Scarif with my home world without knowing what would happen after. Yeah. And that's just, it just sucks knowing all the effort that they put in and, and all the death that like came from it. Yeah. But look at all all the goodness that came from it as well. And it's just like, man, I wish characters knew that stuff. And obviously you can't, it kind of ruins the arcs if you do. But I would, if I, let's just say I can erase people's minds for whatever, and like, or once I shove them back through the portal, they won't remember stuff. Well, they're going to die. So you said right before oh, they true. die. That's, so that's you just true. pull them out and put them back in. For that specific one. I guess I was also thinking about certain Jedi from like the prequel era and like being like, Look, look at Anakin Skywalker's son. <laughs> He's so cool. <laughs> uh, that's fair. Uh, I'm going to tack one on here at the end. Okay. Before I go into my really not great question, because these are great, buddy. I'm loving these. Um, we'll have to run through the next couple ones a little quickly. Yeah. So I would, I would, I would, I would have Qui-Gon not die and see what happens. Qui-Gon's another one, man. Yeah. Yeah. Just, like David, David Thompson has pitched on here a what if, and I'm just like, Dude, write that movie for me. I want to see that. Mm-hmm. Write that book. Write that. Write that comic. Oh my god, I would love to see it in Star any Wars. Form or what fashion. if? I mean, that's what we're doing here. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Hey, uh, going back to that first question, I'd make a Star Wars what if show. But like, like it, it. Like it, it would it. tackle like you know these questions that we have all the time. Are yeah. you ready for my next question? I am, sir. That was my question. Um, <laughs> 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 no, uh, this is very personal. To me, okay. What the fuck do I gotta do to get you to listen to a Star Wars audiobook? Well, we tried this. I just—it was my first time doing an audiobook for um, oh, what was the book called? The one with Lando and after Shadow of the Sith. Yeah, I just—I don't think I can do audiobooks. I, I can do podcasts, but what I love about my podcast is like—I mean, I listen to them, but I listen to them doing activities. I can't do that with an audiobook because when I'm doing my activities, I can get lost in my other thoughts or as I'm hearing the story, I start thinking about other star Wars. Like it's just, it's just, it was tough for me. It, it was the jazz truly, of a mind, man. Like it, it, I do that, it, too. It I do that too. Sometimes it'll be in like a lull and I'll be like, all right, whatever. Like I don't care about this character. And then they'll say one word and I'm like, I will gladly go back three to five minutes to figure <laughs> out what just happened. Cause that See, I tried awkward. doing that, but like I couldn't figure out exactly where I was and I had to re-listen to stuff. I'm like, wait, no, this was further. It was just tough. And I also, I am someone who I do like physically reading. That's I, like, I, I quite yeah. enjoy it. And so if I'm going to That's read fair. anything, which yeah. is not often, I'm a visual per. I've become a very visual person. Here's a uh, thought. What yeah. if you listened while reading? That would be super helpful, I think. Yeah. I think it'd be very, because again, my mind, even while I'm reading, can get lost in its own head. Yeah. And if I have the words not just saying them in my head, but someone is speaking them into my ear like that. That would probably actually help a lot. Yeah. I don't remember who narrated that book, but I don't think it was Mark Thompson and Mark Thompson is the, it was good from what I remember. I I liked it. 
Yeah, it's it's fun. Oh man, when they do a little rave voice, they're so good at it. Like they were really. I good remember at the it. little rave voice. It's such a weird period of my life because I started listening to that like right after we moved in. Yeah, or, or uh, kind of close to when we moved right. into this apartment. Yeah, so like I remember going to the gym here, yeah. um, a little bit. I don't even go to this gym here anymore. I go to the one at um the university I attend. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's just, I was just thinking about all the different voices. I'm like, man, that was such a weird time in my life. (laughs) All right. What's your next question? Next question. Uh, we can keep this short, simple, uh, overrated or underrated. Ooh, I'm excited. John Favreau. Oh shit. Uh, (laughs) damn. I'm not as excited (laughs) anymore. That's good. (laughs) I don't know how to go fast on this. Okay, I gotta like do some pondering here. Yeah. Do you want me to? Do you want me to vamp with my answer? Yes, please. So I'm thinking most of my thinking is in, in a Star Wars sense um, with this, but I guess also just as a whole, John Favreau as as a creator. Look, I love John Favreau. I'm not taking anything away from him, but a lot of people, I think. Everyone holds him in high regard, including myself. And I think after Mando season three, I think he's just slightly, just slightly overrated. I actually think most of the time he is perfectly rated. Yeah. But I think he's just slightly overrated. And not only is Mando season three a point for me, but I think the Lion King as well is a a major (laughs) point for me. They're making God, a prequel to that movie. I know, which I'm actually excited about because it's about Mufasa and they have Barry Jenkins who did Moonlight and did um, If Beale Street Could Talk. He's great. Uh, I'm actually excited for that. But yeah, I like. I feel like that was just for Jon Favreau, that movie. It was just for him to play in like a VFX playground rather than actually doing anything else <laughs> like there are most of that movie i love but it's like what why what was the point like remember the dung beetle no the, it was the it was the only like new thing added to the movie but it's like a dung beetle and it's like a patch of fur from simba ends up in dung and rolled around and then ends up at rafiki oh that's how it gets to Rafiki. interesting yeah, that's no, how it gets rafiki yeah so yeah i was like oh that's cool i like that um, that's fair. I'm going to say because of Mando season three, actually, he's slightly underrated because I think, oh. well, that and Book of Boba Fett, right? Like you don't oh, always have, that's the other one, Book of Boba Fett. You don't always have hits, man. Like sometimes it's you true. just have album fillers. He's made some amazing, he's made Iron Man for God's sake. I, he's made incredible Chef. work. He's made a lot of Chef great stuff. Amazing. He's also made, um, a cup, couples retreat elf. But, you know, then there's other movies that he's made that most people have never heard of. Uh, the one that I'm thinking of is it, it's a it's a movie about a video a board game that gets real and they start traveling around the stars. And I just remember it because he's like, yeah, I wanted oh, to make Zathura. Yes. I like, love Zathura. <laughs> not everyone does. Movie. Yeah, not everyone oh, does. Yeah. Love well, that it's movie. not a, like a great movie. Exactly. Right? But it's it's fun. And we it can say fun. Mando was fun. And Book of yeah. Boba Fett was kind of fun. But I don't really put that on him. I don't really put that on the right yeah, in there. Yeah, the from, from the rumors we sure. heard. Yeah. But but I say slightly underrated because I still think John Favreau's best is ahead of him. Because I don't think he Ooh, does it. Like he doesn't do it for the success and the rewards and the laurels. He does it because he loves it. Yeah. And that is what gives me faith, right? That That's what really gives me the faith in John Favreau is he loves it. So 
Yeah. I like that answer a lot, Thomas. You're making me feel good. I think I want him in my head to be slightly overrated before we get into more Mando stuff. Mm-hmm. So then it, it's it's like less of a, um, oh, what's the word? I guess goal he has to meet to meet my expectations. I get if I'm that. thinking he's a little overrated, then it's like, yeah, all right, we'll see what Mando season four is. And, um, and then it'd be like, oh, wow, this is pleasantly surprised by this. All right, Th- Thomas, do you have your third question? Do you have a third question? I do not yet have a third question because you went with a uh, overrated, underrated, and that was actually going to be my goal, and I don't want to do two back-to-back. No, 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 so, no. No, Thomas, we can do it. It's okay. But, but it's okay. Oh. Don't worry. I have a plan. I would like to go with, would you rather? Here we go. All right. Would you rather be a smuggler in the reign of the empire or a Jedi in the fall of the Jedi. Oh my gosh. That's a great question. Let me think this through. There are a lot of smugglers during the time of reign of the empire, but it's not like it was during the fall of the Jedi era era, which was probably the smuggling was probably at its best, I would imagine, then. Just because of the war going on, there's a lot of profits that get made. No, is that wrong, Thomas? Smuggling picked up. The Pike Syndicate, Crimson Dawn, they all merged. They did merge. And, I don't know. I feel like, I, look, you've the, read the books. It, well, uh, I just it, feel like from what I've seen in the movies fair. and shows, like it just seemed like smuggling was, I mean, I know Jedi were running around and stuff, but with, again, Fall of the Jedi, like, with the war going on and everything, I just felt like there was a lot of, a lot of stuff. Whereas like things I just imagined got a little bit tighter with them. Not saying the empire was like good and like trying to knock out smuggling. Obviously they're, they're just as evil, but I feel like maybe the job got tougher. Like, like I'm not thinking of this in terms of like, I guess, I guess an economist would have like, well, let's actually look at the financial impact of, and, and how things would have gone. Like as a smuggler myself, I just would imagine trying to work during the time of the empire to be really hard. Like I think of Visago, I think from, from rebels, like his job just got so hard that he just fucking joined the rebellion. He's like, fuck it. <laughs> like nothing's going my way. Um, and I think about Hondo and he just seemed more at his prime. That could just be a Hondo thing. Uh, but he seemed more at his prime during the clone wars. But then you got the Jedi, Ugh, the fall of the Jedi. People hate you. You could die at any minute from both the Emperor executing Order 66 and then also just from being in the Clone Wars. But you're also kind of a badass. Um, I'd go with Jedi during the Fall of the Jedi. Just just because... Death wish. Yeah, it will kind of, <laughs> kind of. But what if I like left the Order like Ahsoka did and I'm not... Well, she was around a ton of clones, but like it, I'm not involved with any clones and whatever else oh what would happen um, that's a great question would you like me to answer that sir yeah please. you still get hunted down by Vader. yeah that's true that's true and the inquisitors but so. with a smuggler like i feel like i'm always on the run anyway and i just god i just Ooh. don't want to be around during the time of the empire because like fall really? of the jedi we have to remember fall of the jedi starts with phantom if we're starting with phantom menace like i still got a good 10 years there and then we get Attack of the Clones, and then we get the Clone Wars. Yep, and so you like, are starting there for sure. 
Yeah. So, so like I got time, number one. I see you. I, I got time. I got time to before the war, I can get married on Naboo and, and, you know, yeah. have babies with Natalie Portman. Oh, <laughs> dream of every man and woman on this planet. You ever think about the fact that the only witnesses at that wedding was C3PO and R2D2? There's a whole book on it, buddy. Is there really? Well, I said a whole book. There's a few chapters in a book. Actually, no, there's a whole book on it. I don't think about it. Yeah. Uh, the last book, Queen's Hope, mm. is is basically her and Anakin going, like the first few chapters are them going on a mission together on the day of their wedding, before their wedding. They come back, get married. I can't remember this. They try to have a honeymoon. It doesn't really happen. And right. Then they well, get I separated. Was, I was and, just about to say, they got married at the goes, worst possible time. Yeah. And then, so that book actually references something that happens, and then that actually happens in Brotherhood. So, oh, so like it, th those two books tie in together, and yeah, it, let me tell you, buddy, so fucking good. Um, so that's cool. You know what I'm gonna pick? What are you gonna pick? I'm gonna pick a smuggler. Okay. In the reign of the empire, because I can be whatever I want, and I'm an old Jedi bitch. Let's go! <laughs> I survived Order 66. <laughs> I wanted a guarantee that I survived Order 66. Uh, <laughs> That's it's a clever answer. I was just going to say smuggler anyway, but you're like, you know, some people survived, and I was like, fuck, you're right. I could be a Jedi. Fuck it, why not? Because um, yeah. I was thinking, you know, there are good smugglers out there. There are Alderanian smugglers trying to help people. There are, you know, humanitarian smugglers. So I was like, you know, you can do a lot of good things as being a smuggler. And fuck the Empire anyway. I'd rather be on their hit list than the Republic's hit list if I am personally choosing, which I am, because it's my question, my show. Um, that was fun, Jack. Jack, I like this. I I enjoyed that quite a lot. We this let the not creative gonna, flow. Yeah, this is not going to be the last time we do this. This is a. I hope not. We got to do it with Klein and David too. Oh, that's a whole show right there. That it is a whole show. That's a whole show. That's a <laughs> skip the report, skip the flagship topic. We are going to take a very brief ad break, and on the other side, we're going to dive into the world between worlds, kids. Are you talking first half of the 2023 fandom draft? See you after the jump. You're listening to Reckless Rebellion. It's resistance. I'm Ethan Simi. And I'm Ben Lahorn. And we are the hosts of 24 Minutes of A24, a podcast about the movie and television library of A24. This place rules. So come join us in the green room every single Friday as we review both past A24 projects and the latest talks of the A24 town. We've even heard of some people entering a state of euphoria while listening to us. So come on, come on with us as we talk about both the uncut gems and the A24 projects that are everything, everywhere, all at once. It's a guaranteed good time, even if we usually run longer than 24 minutes, which is basically every single time. We try our hardest to take some funny pages out of our podcasting book and A24 knowledge and live the high life here on the pod. So whether you're joining us in Midsommar or you've been listening to us all throughout your past lives, we can't wait for you to join us every week. Be sure to tune in every Friday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere else podcasts are, and even YouTube to join in on the A24 fun. 11 A24 project references, man. We did it. And I think this might be the first time the pod has ever been under 24 minutes. We did it, Ben. We did it. Wow. Wow. 
And we are back, and we are diving right on into the world between worlds. With the first half of 2023 fandom draft, I believe this was my idea. It was. Wow. Look at me coming up with one good idea a week. Thank God. Um, so we are going to just five rounds, I believe, right? Four? Uh, yes. Let's, let's, let's do five. That's, let's that's do ten five. Each. Five times two. Five plus five. There are 17? 16 or 17. 16 or 17. I don't really want to count. Um, options here. We got 16 players on the board, starting with Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, Dungeons and Dragons, John Wick 4, Shazam Fury of the Gods, Scream 6, Creed 3, Super Mario Brothers, The Little Mermaid, Guardians Volume 3, Fast X, Gross, The Flash, basically Fast X, Transformers, Rise of the Beast, Across the Spider-Verse, The Last of Us, Vision Season 2, and The Mandalorian Season 3. Oh, baby. And the crazy part is we still have coming up in a week, which we can't put it on this list. Mm-hmm. Or can we? Fuck it, we can't. We're already here. <laughs> Fuck it, we're doing it. Indiana Jones, that's our last yeah. one to add on to the board. We haven't even seen it, but mm-hmm. but we're going to do it. The first six months is what I wanted to encompass, and it comes out on the last day of the sixth month this year. It does. The year of our Lord, Kang. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I said it. We're in the world between worlds. I can reference anybody I really you, you want can, to. You, you can do the thing. Um, I'm I, so excited. I'm nervous one of our listeners would be like, hey, you forgot about this. I'll be like, shit. I was thinking about that during this, and that's why I was like, well, at least we'll add Indiana Jones to cover our ass. Um, all right, Jack, Jack, do you have a coin? Do I, I, I do have a coin. Give me a second. Vamp a little bit. Oh, um, never mind. You I'm have prepared. One. <laughs> yeah, I was ready. I was ready. Hashtag it was sitting next to my laptop. All right. I came up with the idea, so I'm the home team. You're the away team. Okay. Heads or tails, call it in the air. This is for the Super Bowl. Heads. Tails it Shit. is. Shit. I, I don't know how to show it without because it was on my hand, and I'm like, damn. Um I don't know if I've ever wanted a number one pick this badly, but I Thomas, I have to ask you. Know. Yes. Are we doing snake? Ooh, I think not on this. <sighs> I think we should go back. And and I'm not, just, I'm two not guys. just asking that because I have the second pick, but I was just curious. Um, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. It is. It, it does make it a little bit complicated, especially for a listener. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. We can, we can do that. We can work with it. I'm but fuck me. I'm nervous now. <laughs> well, it's okay because we have two of the greatest movies of all time on this list. I know. And <laughs> well, they're probably going <laughs> and this. Yeah, exactly. They're going top two. So yeah. my first pick is the greatest animated film of all time. Yep. Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. Um, and if it weren't for listening to some podcasts today, I would have been even more scared about getting the second pick. But then somebody reminded me that another movie came out two weeks before. And I was like, oh, well, at least I have a backup here. Um, and not only that, but we have more than movies. We have maybe the greatest television show of all time across the spider verse is so good. And the fact that I haven't seen it a second time is a little depressing to me. So what am I going to do this weekend? Other than kayaking, I'm going to try and go watch across the spider race. 
I don't know I, what voice that was. I don't know either, but I've heard it before. I don't know. What I it was. know, right? Um, I've seen Across the Spider Verse three times now. Um, oh my god! I want to be Jack. It's God. It's just so good. I still like the first one more um, mm-hmm. because I did rewatch that with Alana before I went and saw it with her. Um, it's just I don't know if it's because it's not you know Across the Spider Verse. I guess slight spoilers, very slight spoilers. Oh, yes. It is more of a part one um then into the spider verse is uh especially yeah. it ends on a big cliffhanger um those are like my only downsides to it beyond yeah. that it, it is one of the greatest movies i've seen in the last i don't know five to ten years i i can't even tell you it's yeah. it's so good i don't know what else to add to this thomas besides that is it's just a spectacular movie um but i don't know if it's my favorite of the year <gasps> gasp really because of my pick right now which is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. As it should be. As it should be. (laughs) Uh, Look, I think I definitely felt more of the emotions with Guardians 3. I felt a lot more just general satisfaction, of course, because Across the Spider-Verse is a part one in many ways. Um, But like, I'm not going to complain about this at all. Like, I, I, I think Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is by far my favorite Guardians movie. It's in, I think I put it at my fifth favorite sixth favorite marvel mcu movie wow yeah oh it's dude i okay back after this movie i it's the most i've cried consistently throughout a movie um i felt all the emotions what a beautiful send-off it's the best that the mcu has been i think since post endgame actually i don't know because no way home exists but they're very close i mean no no way home plays all the hits I think maybe as a film, Guardians 3 is a little bit better. Oh, Guardians 3 is definitely better as a film. Yes. But the best part is I love – see, I love what they do so singularly with Peter Parker in that movie that it's like right. they played all the hits, but, like, the character I'm invested in has a great arc in oh. the movie, and it tops off what we didn't realize was his origin story. Mm-hmm. It's one of the – yeah. Oh, 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 oh Meanwhile, Guardians 3 does the same thing with more characters – more hits and we still get that origin story of rocket that we didn't realize was his origin story to be the comic or the captain excuse me no way home is my number one mcu <laughs> volume three is my number two let's go holy shit 100%. you, you yeah. when i said six you're like oh wow yeah <laughs> i was like i, I, I didn't realize people, i didn't realize people ranked it like as high and so i'm like oh okay yeah oh yeah man and here's I, why i'm okay with across the spider-verse Picking it one over volume three, uh-huh. I I question if Spider-Verse is better than No Way Home. Like on my Spider-Man movie rankings, Into the Spider-Verse was my number one Spider-Man movie mm-hmm. until No Way Home came out. And now I'm like, damn, dude, did Miles Morales just like capstone that movie back to back? It's like, this is what we can do. This is what we can do. And then next movie, it's going to be like, by the way, here they are again. Yeah, exactly. Right. So like, it's really right. cool. I love, I love our top two picks, man. And like, I, do too. I knew it, it doesn't I get better. Gonna go. Yeah. Really can't. Um, I, It's my turn. I'm, uh, I'm now in a weird place. I'm going to do it. It, it kind of gets tough after this. I'm not it lie. gets very tough. I'm going to go ahead and go out on a whim and say, Woohoo! And pick the Super oh, Mario oh. Brothers movie. The highest two ranking movies of the uh, 
the box office movies of the year, I believe. True. If not ranking movies, right. it might be opening weekend, I think is what it is. So I did not expect to love Super Mario Brothers as much as I did. Um, it's not anything against it, but I thought based off all the, the things I'd seen, it's like, if you're a big Mario fan, you're going to love this. And if you kind of like Mario, you'll, you'll enjoy it. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm a big Mario fan. Like, let's find out. Love every second of it. Like, love Luigi. I love that they made Luigi the damsel and not Peach. I love that Peach is a badass. I love that Peach is a song. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Um, I just there's not a lot in this movie that I don't like, other than like the boring. Uh, the script in the plot itself is blah. But everything on top of that is so good. I don't give a shit. It's also a Funimation movie. Wrong. Sorry. Dragon <laughs> Ball Z kicked in. It's an Illumination movie. And I'm okay with the stupid Illumination jokes. I will say, though, I wish they would not have had. Uh, they had a, if I'm not mistaken, they had one song show up. I need a hero. And I'm like, no, I don't, I don't need that. Yeah. Like, yeah. No Sleep Till Brooklyn? Yeah. That. Beautiful. Makes sense. Perfect. They're fighting in Brooklyn. You know what's crazy? So when Guardians 3 came out <laughs> and that action scene starts, that, that yep. the big one, the, the one-shotter. The one-shotter? Yep. Yeah, okay. I, I'm so used to saying one-liner. I got confused in my head. <laughs> <laughs> um, and No Sleep Till Brooklyn hits. Even before the fight, I'm like, holy fucking shit, this is the greatest thing I've ever fucking seen. Yeah, and I was like, "What is this song? No sleep till Brooklyn." Like, I'm, I'm, I, I, with when it comes to music, I said on this podcast, I'm not in the know about anything. So I, I looked it up. Beastie Boys, okay. And then I was listening to a podcast. Maybe it was a direct podcast. I don't know. And people mentioned No Sleep Till Brooklyn in Super Mario Bros. I was like, "What? That's no." I heard that song for the first time in Guardians Three. Little do I know, it was in Super Mario Bros. Which I think kind of tells you my feelings about the movie. <laughs> um, I really like Super Mario Bros. Uh, I, I quite enjoyed it. I had a good time with it. But um, it, it just, it's just, I think in retrospect, after a few weeks, like I, I was on the direct podcast's review for it. And I felt so out of place because I was with Matt, who's a massive Mario fan, Klein, massive Mario fan, David, a humongous, massive Mario fan. I felt so out of place because um, I was like, yeah, like I know, I know nothing, but it was a really fun movie. But in retrospect, I'm just kind of like, yeah, sure. Um, but hey, completely fair. I mean, it, it, I think it's a good second pick. Obviously, the world loves it. Mm -hmm. It's made so much money, so much money. So um, I think had, it's a good pick. It's they good had pick. two seconds of Yoshi Island, and I cried in that two seconds because that was my favorite game. Spoiler alert, all the Mario though, stuff. The the Yoshi egg. Oh. Oh. That got me hyped. I like, and I know nothing, but I know that's Yoshi. I'm like, let's go. Yeah, I Great love moment. Yoshi. And also, I I wasn't expecting. I don't know what it's called. The star at the end that they. Oh yeah. Took. I wasn't expecting. I thought it was just gonna be Mario because it's like it's Mario sing, and I was like, that's gonna be so cliche. But no, it's him and Luigi, and I was like, fuck yeah, man, sweet, yeah, like cool. like the a power of brotherhood. Loved it. Um, Thomas, it's my pick now. It is. I don't know what the hell I'm gonna do. Oh, that's good. Oh, man. I'm stuck between three. Oh, my. Well, hey, you know, you might get lucky and get all three. 
I, I could, I absolutely could. But then if I have all three as options, I don't know if I'd pick them all just because there's other stuff I'm assuming I'm going to get. <laughs> but oh. I don't know. Um, I also haven't seen everything on this list, but it's mostly the ones Same. I don't think I'd choose anyway. Yeah. I'm going to go to The Last of Us. Damn it. Took the world by storm. Damn it. I knew um, I was playing with fire. Not yeah, I know. I was like, oh, he. Well, so I thought you would take Last of Us. So I was kind of just between two other ones but then you gave me last of us or at least an option and i was like shit what am i gonna do um but yeah Damn. it took the world by storm took me by storm i never knew anything about well i knew some about the game but nothing substantial um i really love the show it, it did have its low points for me i think um where other people were just so hyped about this thing and i wasn't mm-hmm. uh but my god it, it's it's incredible it, it, it truly is incredible and the ending blew me away not what i expected at all um just a great show all around like i think it gives you a little bit of everything it gives you the action gives you the drama um and yeah i episode what was it two three i think maybe three yeah i think it's three um is one of the greatest episodes of television i've ever seen in my life and probably mm. will ever see in my life so yes. i i think for that alone that was pushing me over the edge like you got to pick this now <sighs> yeah i wish as soon as I I was I was between Last of Us and Super Mario Brothers, but I thought you were gonna take, I thought you were a bigger fan of Super Mario Brothers than mm. you just said. So once you were like, I was like, eh, I was like, please don't pick the Last of Us, <laughs> something else. But you did it, and I, I'm already losing this draft. I don't think so, dude. You I think, think about someone like David Thompson. He's, I mean, at this point that's, in time, I, that's fair. But also, he loves the other two. Like, I'm literally just pulling on his nostalgia strings. But that's all you need for David. That's, that's literally it. what David is made of. <laughs> David, I love you. But holy shit, you put Spider Man in anything, you put Mario in anything. Um, there's another one that I can't think of right now. Anything with heat basketball. <laughs> like, dude is going to be on Superman, it. also. Super, I mean, he that's what I was thinking of. He looks like Clark Kent. I mean, it's like I don't know why um, Warner Brothers and James Gunn have, haven't called him. It's it's quite stupid. Maybe they have. Maybe we don't know. Um, I don't know, dude. You got David Thompson's vote so far. That's all I'll say. I am now. It is my turn. I don't have anything to say other than and, I love The Thomas, Last of Us, and I was hoping to get it in my top three, and then I could pick whatever the fuck I wanted after that. That was my goal. I, now I'm going to hear this pick, game. and then I'm going to get some water, just so you know. Okay. Well... We're going to have to dial your destiny back a little bit because at number three, I'm going to pick Indiana Jones. I you am- can't. <laughs> we, we, wait, I added it to the list. We- I know, but I didn't think you were being serious. It hasn't come out. <laughs> but I, like I said, it ends, it's halfway in. I don't know. I don't know if we should let the audience like, decide this like maybe you take two picks here and then if indy doesn't work out we'll scratch oh off God. and put the real one in no, i'm kidding but uh can we, help me thank you let's do here. that i'll also pick well yeah that's a little scary thomas here's what we'll do get that coin out we'll flip it again okay it's a super bowl well it's, this is overtime and it's overtime. a stupid overtime rules <laughs> Welcome that to the halftime show. <laughs> Does Indiana Jones count? Do we want to just decide what heads and tails is and flip, or just yes, call it in the let's air? do heads. It's on uh, tails. It's off. On as in on 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 the list. Okay. And tails. It's off the list. Cool. The flip is up. Here we go. Flipped onto the hand. Oh fuck! I got to reflip. 
<laughs> okay, it's fine. I didn't see okay. what it was. It just live production meeting. <laughs> I'm trying to show you. It is heads. All right, so it's on. So it counts. It's on. It counts. Damn it! That's twice I've lost the coin flip. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's okay though. Uh, I I'm okay with this going. Honestly, Thomas, I'll just kind of set you up here. There have been very mixed reviews. Um, I think the reviews have gotten a little bit more positive now that fans are seeing it and um, other critics outside of Cannes where it premiered. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I'm I'm still nervous for it as a fan. I, I'm going in with an open mind, but it's like, oh, please just, like, please be good. Like, at the very least, please be good. Um, mm-hmm. But but tell me why you're picking this here. Are you hyped out of your mind? I'm very hyped. Um from what I've seen by some people, this is up there in their top three movies of the year. And that is by someone who I don't often agree with. But when they agree with, you know, the top two movies of the year so far being my same exact top two movies in the same order. When they put it there at number three, it, it is very important to me. Because then I'm like, whoa, like that elevates my hype level to a new new place. Um, so I'm, I'm very excited to see where I land on Indiana Jones dial of destiny. And at the same time, this is the last one. I have faith in what we're getting. And if I'm going to be honest, I feel like because it is like, this is our last one, it's going to be handled better and it may not have the best plot, but I feel like everything around it is going to, you just need a simple Mm. fucking plot, dude. Raiders of the Lost Ark, simple plot. I got to go do this thing. Well, I got to find this girl so she can help me with this thing. And then, of course, she gets stolen because that's how Nazis work. Oh, we ended up in the place we need to be. Oh, no. Little dark side life situation. We get out. We find it. Everything's good to go. Right. There's only like three twists in that movie. Man, Temple of Doom. There's a few more. Right. (laughs) So it's it's it doesn't have to be the greatest plot of all time. It just has to be executed well. And I have faith in James Mangold. I have faith in the cast that's in it and they're bringing back certain people and they're playing around in different timelines. Mads Mickelson. That is a villain I can get behind in a movie. Plus, are you ready for this? Yeah. We're punching fucking Nazis. Let's Hell go. Yeah. Hell yeah, Harrison Ford. I love that interview clip. Did you see it? No. Okay, I'll have to find it. Is someone like asked him about like punching real life Nazis. Oh, um, hell and yeah. I don't want to spoil what he said because I can't do a Harrison Ford impression. So, and I don't remember exactly what he said, but it's uh, great. Fuck Nazis. Did you see? Yeah, f- absolutely. Fuck Nazis. Um, did you see the interview of him where the the interviewee um, or interviewer interviewer? Yep. Um, that's how that works. Uh, was just like kind of saying thank you for everything, like Indiana Jones. Um, but it honestly seemed like a thank you for just his whole career. And like Harrison Ford started tearing up. Like, and it was just, it's like, fuck, man. I love this guy so much. So for Harrison Ford alone, I think it's a good pick. Though yeah. I will say I'm not as hyped on the Mads Mickelson train as you are. I love him in a lot, but I think he's, and it's not always his, it's rarely ever his fault, but he's just so one note in um, Doctor Strange to me that's like the big downer of that movie is his performance or his character, I should say. Um, if it, yeah, his character was not written well. Uh, and then there's the fiasco that was the uh, Fantastic Beast stuff where he replaced Johnny Depp, and 
he's poorly written there, but also just like, I don't know. He just seems very similar when it comes to these type of movies. So that's one of the things I'm nervous about. But what about Galen Urso? Oh, you know what? He's great as Galen Urso. I forgot about that. He is, he is fantastic. Um, I would love to see more of him, by the way. Mm. End of season two. Shout out. Okay. Your turn, um, buddy. It is my turn. Third pick. So I go. was not going Indiana Jones, clearly. <laughs> so I'm still between the two. I was between earlier. Um, I'm intrigued to see where you go with this. It's tough. It's 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 very, very tough. And there's one on here that's not one of these two that I just I want so desperately, and I hope it gets back to me in the fifth round. Um, and I think it will. I'm gonna go John Wick four here. Ooh, damn. Okay. But, Go John uh, thank Wick you for that. That's a damn good pick, sir. Thank that you for that. Damn you, I know exactly what you're picking next. I don't know. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I know exactly what you're picking. Um, and it's the one I was thinking of. Uh, but yeah, I'm going John Wick 4 here. Um, just because it's one of the greatest action movies I've ever seen. I don't know if I need to say anything else beyond that. Oh, and, and, oh, and no. I retweeted it. Um, oh, Thomas just figured something out. I did, but it's technically not a fandom, so it wouldn't be on this list anyway. Okay. Extraction okay. 2, also oh. one of the greatest action films I've ever seen. I never saw the first one, so maybe I'll... Um, the second one is so much better. Okay. There's a 25-minute one-shot. I heard scene, about that. And it is the sexiest fucking filmmaking ever. Like, uh, it's it's on par with what John Wick does in a totally different way wow, with their one-shot scene they have. Interesting. Okay. I, I will have to check it out. Um, yeah, I heard mixed things about the first one, so I never saw it. Uh, but I, I have seen a little bit better stuff about the second one. Ooh, it has a 77% on Rotten Tomatoes. What does the first one have? I thought it was wow. lower than that, I believe. Uh, 77% for our 77th episode. Love it. Love it. Great. Great. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> I'm ready what, to see. What, what sorry, were you going to say? Oh, oh uh, I was just going to say um, another Twitter thing. Uh, did you see that in John Wick 4 uh, for the um, – is it Donnie Yen? Mm-hmm. Also in Rogue One. Um, for his stuff, I guess when they got the set, they had stuff choreographed, but then Donnie Yen was like saying, hey, no, no, this should this would fit better. This would look better. Let's do this. And they literally made up like the choreography for his scenes like on the spot that day because Keanu Reeves was like, you can't do the choreography with what he's doing. Let's just roll with this. Um, mm-hmm. and it, I was just like, wow, incredible. So gotta go John Wick four. It's, it, it is one of the best action movies I've ever seen. Um, and yeah. there are just some iconic shots that I'm thinking of still. Uh, and I think, uh, not underrated this year, but it, it kind of came and went. And I, I don't, I think it yes. deserves a little bit more than that. I agree. It did come and go and it, it should have stuck around a little longer. Make good and I'm going to be. I am going to be honest. I wish I had realized that you didn't see Indiana Jones and think it was real. Like that would have been nice to know. I would have saved him for number five. And then we did right? that one flip. Because um, now I'm going to go with Dungeons and Dragons. Yep. That was it. Damn it. I, I knew you were between the two. And I see a couple on here that I'm like, no one's going to pick. Right. Yeah. Because either A, we haven't seen them, or B, you know, they're not good. Yeah, definitely not cool. great. We'll say they're not <laughs> great. They might be good at times. Well, <laughs> so um, I listen, Jack has been preaching this movie since he saw it earlier this year. And I'm ashamed to say that I came on the ball late 
but I am pushing this journey forward and I am so very excited to have this on my team. I, I'm i kind of crushing the, the corners of the universe right now, um, you which are. I didn't even mean to do, but I'm very excited uh, about this. I mean, I even saw a book and some comics and I'm like, do I read those? And this is this is where I this is what I love about this movie. And we say this about comic books all the time, like comic book movies like, oh, man, the movie was so good. Makes me want to go read this. Right. And that's how you get new readers. This movie made me want to go play Dungeons and Dragons. Right. And I've never played it. Exactly. And everyone's always like, what? You've never played. And I've always wanted to play. I've just never gotten around to it. That's what this movie is to me. This is my end. And there's a lot of little things that are done in this movie that I recognize from onward. And I recognize some stranger things. So like the cult and things I already knew because Dungeons and Dragons is like bled into our culture. My family, my mom and my dad played Dungeons and Dragons growing up. That's like, awesome. Yeah, they didn't do it all the time, but like they did it. So they would tell me about certain things here and there. Like, yeah, I'd like to play. My dad loves Risk. Like I've never played those games. I fucking hate risk i i literally will go to war and nuke the board every time i get so mad and then i'm like fine mutual destruction so um yeah no so uh, this is that that's what that movie did to me i'm gonna be honest it should have been my number three pick but i wanted to get indie off the board because i thought you were you agreed with it being on the board but hey that's i'm okay with it i'm okay with it that's what it is like I can't wait to watch this movie again. I think I just talked myself into watching it again. It's it's a great movie. It, it is a great flick. Um, good time. I I'm not gonna lie though. Um, mm-hmm. Is it Michelle Rodriguez? Yeah, she bothers me. She I I'm just I can't get into any character she does. I just feel like I'm just watching Fast and Furious. Um, wow. But she is a little bit better in this movie. I will say. Um, like I I think her character was written better. Let's put it like that. Um, yeah. I don't think it's always on her. Same kind of thing with Mads Mikkelsen. Um, but where, where are you this, going here on number four, buddy? I'm excited uh, to see where you drop. It's a great question. Great content. Um, a lot of ways you can go. I know what I, it is. Great content. I know where you're going with your fifth pick. What? Well, I know t- the two options. I think it's between. Oh well, you you know me well, sir. I, I do, and I don't think. Well, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm vamping here. <laughs> okay, what if we talk about like Shit. the top three movies we're not going to pick? I'll give you my top three. I'm not picking Quantum Mania. I'm can. not picking Fury of the Gods, okay. and I'm not picking anything to do with Fast and Furious ever. So okay. I'm just doing some strategy here. I, I, I will not tell you what I'm not going to pick. <laughs> hey, that, no, that's fine. That's fine. I mean, I, I'm assuming. I'm not confirm nor deny. I'm not. I'm going to assume that you're probably not going to pick at least two of those other movies. Yeah. And I'm assuming Scream that's 6, fair. which I I haven't seen it. I can't pick that personally. I'm hmm. not a fan. I don't like horror. So Then I'll tell you, I'm between Scream 6 and something else. Oh, what? Oh, my God. Let's go. Scream Six is great. It is great. Okay. Um, well, um, buddy. But shit. Scream <laughs> Six then. I'm just I'm I'm but I'm also thinking in terms of strategy because you got one more pick left and I'm trying to think of I'm trying to really think no, of where you're gonna that's go. That's why I'm saying save Scream Six. 
because you know I'm not picking it. So if you want it, you got That's it. That's true. But then what if you fuck me and just take it anyway? <laughs> no, no, no. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're, right. <laughs> you're between but, Scream but 6 I'm and just, Little Mermaid. No. Ah. Um, maybe. Good guess. You fucking. <laughs> there are, I'll say there are four options that I'm just like struggling with right now. Um, okay. I won't, I will do what you said though. I won't take Scream 6. Yeah, um, so I'll it, narrow I, it down to three. Yeah, there you go, buddy. <laughs> Great, <laughs> awesome. Um, all right, I I, I got to make a decision. I got to make a decision. You do because I don't want to cut all this stuff out personally. No, 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 don't, don't cut it out. We'll we'll leave it in. We'll leave it in. Uh, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I don't want to choose. Uh, fuck me. Do you want to vision add season two? Round? Unexpected! <laughs> wow. I did the thing. I'm um, so proud of you, buddy. I'm going Vision Season 2 just because it blew me away visually. Um, I didn't have an anime, animated movie on the, my list. I was going to try. If I got Spider-Verse, I was going to not go with Vision Season 2. Um, I have two TV shows on mine. Yeah, that. I've noticed that. Um, but yeah, it, it's incredible. If you, if you want to hear more, go listen to our review of it uh, a few weeks ago or a month ago, whatever that was. Any thoughts, Thomas? Great pick. Literally the last thing I would have expected you to pick. Uh, yeah, I, well, I was between it, and I, I was thinking more so in terms of audience. But mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? What do I want for my team? I want to diversify my team a little bit because yours is very diverse. Give Vision Season 2 on there. It's animated. It's a Star Wars project. Why Yours not? is diverse. Thank you. I think yours is very diverse. Mine is just, I'm like playing in all of the universes that people love. You right? are. You are. Which brings Where are you going to go with this fifth pick? I know. I, I don't have to ask. I know where you're going with it. Okay. Hold on. Tell me the two you think it's between. Because you said you think it's between two. Or I two. thought it was between Visions Season 2, which is partially why I also took it in the fourth round, um, and Transformers Rise of the Beast. Close. Transformers Rise of the Beast and... Creed 3. Transformers oh. Rise of the Beast and Mando Season 3. There it is. That is genuinely where I fall <laughs> on this. Um, Creed 3 would be a great pick. Mm -hmm. It would be a great pick. And I, I probably should pick Creed 3. But I really want to play with my heart here. And I've got Marvel. I've got Nintendo. I've got Indy. In fact, with Indy, I have Lucasfilm. Maybe I don't need Mandalorian. <laughs> I've got Dungeons and Dragons, like the OG of it all. But like I got I've got I've got the brand pick, right? The Mandalorian season three. I enjoyed it. Right? I I don't know if I enjoyed it. I probably enjoyed it a little more than Vision Season Two because I got to sit with it instead of pound it Ooh. out. In, hold on. I pounded out Vision Season Two in two hours before bed so we could record the next day. So I didn't have my time to sit and enjoy it and think on it Good really point. deeply. But and that's still, the only wow. reason. Hey, yeah. I mean, listen, I don't remember every episode of Vision Season 2, but I could probably tell you something from every episode of Mando Season 3. And it's I could not, not be the more content. opposite. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's, that's hilarious. <laughs> it's just how my memory works. I sat with it longer. I enjoyed it. So, um, so where are you going, my man? What do you got for me? Mm. I'm going to put my entire team in jeopardy here. 
in terms of audience? In terms of trying to fucking win, I guess. Because like I got I got a solid four here. I know. That's why I was nervous with Vision season two. I'll probably lose votes for that, but here we are. Just only not even because people don't like it, but just because I don't think a lot of people watched it. And it's like, well, at least this guy's got five stuff that I have seen. (laughs) Yeah. Um that went with the heart. That went with the heart. By the way, just so everyone knows, I've like won the past few drafts just to keep that. And everyone's memory. Yeah, we did forget to mention that. Jack did indeed crush the Force I Powers did. draft. Congratulations, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Um, did you win? What was our last draft before? I that? think before it was the only one I could think of is the auction draft we did back in like January, December. I know that I could be wrong. One. I'll and double check while, while you we choose. We did another here. one. And well, because we got caught up with Mando season three and yeah, then Visions. Right before Mando, for sure. Um, I'm going to be honest, like I'm really struggling here. I I want to pick Transformers Rise of the Beast because I haven't seen everything else on this list. And what I have seen, it's not worth my pick. Um, And I loved Rise of the Beast. And that is really like a pick for me. Like all of these picks are picks for me, but that one really is like, I don't know how many people like this movie, but I fucking loved it. What's up? Question. Sorry, I was sipping water there. Do we want to count? Does it count Bad Batch? Did that start January 4th? Oh my God. I you're think right. it was. Holy fuck. I completely, I was looking back at our like episodes to see when wow. our last draft was and we you forgot about Bad Batch. Bitch. You know what you just did? Did I just get your <laughs> last pick? Because <laughs> I want Star Wars on this list so bad because then I have Marvel, Star Wars, indie, D&D, and Nintendo, and I would you love do. to have DC, but universe. I cannot for the life of me put Shazam on here. I never even watched it. And The Flash, I enjoyed Transformers so much more. But, like, Thomas, movie. but Thomas, can we can, eh, would it have screwed up the draft at all? Because, like, would I have taken that over Vision Season 2? Maybe. I don't know. And I know it's like a, like, it, it could just be an unfair life thing, I, and I would understand. So we flip the coin again. Let's, the coin. <laughs> Let's do it. It's been Let's the rule of law so far. So. <laughs> uh, same rules. Heads on, tails off. Flipping. Ooh, I think it landed tails. Oh, no, it didn't. No! God! Wow. Three! Over oh, three! What the fuck? Oh, my God. That's insane. I'm literally like, up oh, here it is. No, it's not. Um, now I okay. feel bad. No, f- the force has decided. It yeah, has. I'm going to go Bad Batch Season 2. Um, out of these, and I might get shot for this, Bad Batch Season 2 and The Last of Us are easily the best series on this list, in my personal opinion. Because, again, mm. I didn't get to watch all of Vision Season 2 in the way that I wanted to, which was one at a time, taking it slow, digesting, re-watching. But Bad Batch Season 2, even the shit that you guys hated, I had fun but the shit that was the elite stuff was so elite that I I might have picked this earlier, honestly. Like, had it been on the list, I probably yeah. would have picked it earlier. Like, I probably would have picked Bad Batch because then it would have been, okay, what's the best Star Wars thing on this? I think for all of us, for you and I, all all two of us, it would have been Bad Batch. So I don't know about of- that, actually. <gasps> I'm, I'm not going to lie. You still I, think Vision Season 2? I still think Vision Season 2 is better. I don't I know which it. one I would have chosen. Like, I would rather yeah. watch Bad Batch Season 2, I think. Um, just because, like, that era I'm more interested in. Like, it is canon, technically. So, it's like, mm. 
but Vision season two, I think, is better. Like, uh, there was only one episode of Visions, and it is shorter, I know, but there was only one episode where I was like, I did not like that. I love the rest. In some form or fashion, I love the rest. So, it's a good pick, Bad Batch Season 2. I think I think you're going to win this draft, Thomas. Not going to lie. I'm, I'm just going to go out right there and say it. You have a great team, every universe, uh, mix of everything, and you picked the more popular, I think, Star Wars. I mean, Mando's the most popular, but I, I, I definitely don't think it was better than Vision Season 2 or Bad Batch Season 2. Concur um, so I kind of wish I didn't say anything, but I, I was just so shocked in the moment that I, I did. Um, and then the force has just not been on my side today. So maybe it's just an automatic loss here. Uh, Here's from, what gets me though. Yeah. Sorry. Is no, it's okay. I told you to take scream six, but now you have every other pick on this board and well, they're right. Right. And <laughs> as we know, there are Disney, Disney heads out there that love the little mermaid. They didn't exactly make the money uh, from what I remember seeing, hearing from David. Um, I think it's close to breaking even. Oh, that's actually um, really good. Well, it's at like, I think it either just passed. I, I, I have to do this now. I, I think it just passed 500 million worldwide. Okay. Um, and it was what, 263 mil budget, give or take? Yeah, just about. And then ZTAC on marketing. Um, and it's, it's, it's at 472 right now. So, but I think... They're estimating that it will still pass 500, which I find kind of crazy considering how packed this summer is. Um, but yeah, so money-wise and really the worldwide, the international is what killed it. Yeah. Because most, like, it, it got destroyed internationally, which is shocking. Um, so I don't quite know what I'm going to pick here because Little Mermaid is like, uh, maybe. I Didn't personally love, love it. it? Yeah, I loved it, but it just in terms of what people will like. Fair, and that's usually how I think of these things. Then I think about my heart. So I do um, the opposite. What do I do here? What do I do here? Because um, yeah, I mean, I, I do have the whole board because you took one that just wasn't even on the board, <laughs> and you took one that shouldn't be on the board, but it is on the board. <laughs> God damn it. Um, <laughs> I, I just I could go anywhere, so I'll just talk this out. Scream Six is up there. I think I've been between Scream Six and Creed Three. Like I only want one of them. Ooh, and but they're both there, and I I think I liked both equally. Um, I like their predecessors more. I like Scream Five more than Scream Six. I like Creed One and Two more than Creed Three. Um, and then there's Little Mermaid, where I, like I thought I was set. I was like, okay, fourth pick is either going to be Scream Six, Creed Three, cool. And then fifth pick will be Little Mermaid because I know Thomas isn't taking it. <laughs> and I was like so set on that. But then the Indiana Jones threw me. And then I was like, do I want to try to steal one from Thomas? But little did I know Visions was not going to make it. I forgot he's not Klein. Klein would have probably picked that number two um, <laughs> for being honest. Yeah. All right. I have not made a decision, but I'm going to speak a title and it's it's going to be my decision. You, re- you ready for this, Thomas? Speak it into existence. I'm going to go with the little mermaid. Okay. I, I, I went with my, I went with my heart. I think hey, that's a good pick. Critically. I don't know. Cause I think all three are kind of the same critically. I, I don't know about rotten tomatoes, but just from people I've, I've heard talk about them. Uh, Creed three. It didn't quite live up to my expectations. Uh, Scream six. I have issues with the ending, but a lot of people, I think Cre- Scream six is like probably the most, beloved of the three but i don't know how many people have seen that 
that listen to this podcast. So mm-hmm. I want Little Mermaid. Yeah. Got to get the Disney in there. Um, like true Disney, not like Marvel. It, it, Marvel's its yeah. own thing. Uh, same with Visions. Um, but that's that's it. That's our first half of 2023 fandom draft. Uh, let's recap the teams. Thomas, who is on your team? Across the Spider-Verse. Super Mario Brothers. Indiana Jones, Dial of Destiny. Dungeons and Dragons. The Bad Batch, Season 2. Love it. Love it a lot. That's a great, great team. Um, my team is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, The Last of Us, John Wick 4, Vision Season 2, and The Little Mermaid. Um, Thomas, I have a quick question for you. Yes, sir. We know our top two movies. If you could just pick your team without having to worry about a draft or anything, give me your top five movies of 2023 or top five fandom projects so far of 2023 Ooh, to wrap okay. this up yeah across the spider-verse volume three the last of us uh super mario brothers and i'd probably actually throw dungeons and dragons up top because i that. could because i wouldn't need indiana jones and i wouldn't at that point i wouldn't care about having a star wars those are i've three of the top contents that come out all year with vol guardians spider-man and last of us like elite yep. like time bending you had to be there moments like this is 1977 and Star Wars just came out kind of energy for all three of these. It's like it's a, a great, moment. Great it's point, a yeah. moment. It's a moment um, of time. What about you? What would be your top five? Yeah, I would go um, in no particular order. Um, Across the Spider-Verse, Volume 3. Uh, there was one I was just thinking of. I am blanking. Uh, I'll go The Last of Us, of course. Um and I'll go ahead and say Dungeons and Dragons and I'll go Little Mermaid. Hell I, yeah. I, I think those are my top five. Um, sorry, Visions and Bad Batch. Star okay. Wars has not had the greatest game so far this year, I would say. True facts. True um, facts. Which is tough. I mean, look, Bad Batch was, when it was good, it was phenomenal. Visions mm-hmm. was great. But, and then Mando season three, my opinion disappointing mixed thomas likes it a little bit more than most but generally speaking i I would just say rather than saying this year has been disappointing or whatever i would just say this year hasn't been memorable yet for star wars and i think ahsoka is going to be that memorable thing um and then we have skeleton crew supposed to i think still come out this year at least start coming out this year and then head into 2024 um but yeah I'm excited to do the second half when it comes out. And see, the best part is we've already got Indiana Jones out of the way. And the reason, again, reminder to everyone. I hate that. <laughs> is that it's it's the first half of the year. So the first half of the year, we can divide it in six months. One, six full seen months. Hey, man, by the time someone is listening to this episode, they will have seen it. In fact, Jack McBrien, big fan of the episode, he's already seen it. It's his number three. He has three. seen it, and he it's loves it. It's his number yeah. three. Same with so, Tom Drew, I believe. Um, Tom fucking Drew seen it? Tom fucking Drew. Oh I'm British. God. I can't do a British accent. Yeah, you sound, you know who you sound like? You sound like Sarah Marshall making fun of all this snow and forgetting Sarah Marshall. It's all bullshit. bullshit I apologize bullshit, to bullshit, all bullshit. of our British audience and just there anyone who just had to listen to that. <laughs> um, that's what my brain does when it just completely shuts down, but is thinking British. 
I um, love it. Oh, man. I mean, Thomas, do you think about what the second half is going to include? You, you think about Barbie, you think about Oppenheimer. Yes, I count both of those because just of how massive they are in terms of being known within the fandom. Will both mm-hmm. do bonkers at the box office? I actually don't know. I think Oppenheimer, maybe not a flop, but will disappoint at the box office because of the competition. We'll see. But Ooh. I'm counting both those. Dune. Um, there's Dude. more that I'm completely yeah. blanking on. I mean, oh, Captain, I the, Captain Marvel, the Marvels, the Marvels is coming out. I forgot about um, Dune. What's the Christmas movie this year? There's something big coming out, I think. I don't know. I'm in Rotten uh, Tomatoes now. Let me look it up. Let me, Christmas movies, 2023. We'll see if anything comes up. Red One with The Rock is coming out. <laughs> um, sure. I don't know, but like, there's some big movies still to come. That some I'm excited for, some I'm not. Oh, but I mean, fandom content, Ahsoka, Skeleton Crew, potentially. Mm, uh, yes. Are Secret we still, Invasion will end. Secret Invasion will end. That's right. I completely forgot uh, about that. Echo. Loki. E- Echo, Loki. Uh, Loki's another. God, Loki's huge. I think Blue uh, Beetle comes out. Loki season two is going to be very interesting. Not yeah. just because, I mean, yes, the show, but then, of course, with all the current stuff surrounding Kang and Jonathan Majors, it's like I wouldn't be surprised if that gets pushed back. I don't think it will at this point because I think they made the final announcements recently, but um, nothing's ever quite final until it happens, especially with Star Wars. So on that note, Thomas, should we wrap this up? Unless you Rebel Moon. Movie. Rebel Moon oh, comes out. Rebel Moon. Aquaman. Aquaman. <laughs> the Zack Snyder fandom. <laughs> yeah, Aquaman comes out. The Snyder Colt. Is that what they're called? I don't even know. Ah, <laughs> uh, buddy. Aww. No offense to any Snyder. I mean, Klein yeah. being one of them. We're not trying to get shut down here. They'll come after us, but I don't give a fuck. Come after me. Why come after the just podcast. Give me, like, release date. Thank you, you fuck. Uh, I'm trying to now look this up here live, and IMDb is being a dirty look. I think you're right about Aquaman and um, Wonka comes out. Oh, Hunger Wonka. Games. That's movie a, I don't know comes if I count that as though. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm interested in that one. Saw X comes out. I'm not a Saw guy. I hit Craven the Hunter. The greatest movie ever is coming. Oh, out. Oh Jesus! No, okay. On that note, we gotta stop the show before we go down to a spiral. Equalizer Craven, three. Get Craven out of here. I don't want that ever again mentioned on the show unless it's making fun of it. Gran Turismo, which Ooh, is arguable, I'm, right? Looks Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem. That looks awesome. That looks so effing good. I'm really excited to see that. Uh, Mission Impossible. Oh my God! Oh, How did we forget that? That's days away. It's not days away. But we, but we, but we it's couldn't. Close. We couldn't count it. Isn't it this? Is it this week or next week? No, it's July 9th. I said days, but I was like, oh, that's okay. technically okay. not. I mean, okay. technically, it's always days away, but it's a lot of days away. Um, and uh, looks like that is all the movies that have not yet come the out. Screeners. And if I'm not mistaken. Oh, there's a few that are, yeah, undated in 2023, undated. So Aquaman's the Christmas movie. Wonka comes out a couple weeks before. So those, that, I won't be, I won't that be is <laughs> our, yeah. When does Blue Beetle Show. come out? 
I, I thought it was this year, I but I guess know. it's I next year. I want to see that. I lo- Listen, I just love Blue Beetle, and I love Jaime Reyes, and big fan of that, so I really want to see love, it. I uh, love Sholo, Zolo. Um, I don't know quite, quite how to say his name, um, but he's obviously on Cobra Kai. Um, yes, I heard that in the theater. I got yelled at for I, not look, knowing it. I, I love him, and I like the people involved with that movie. But I, I think with DC, with especially with The Flash, which I will not see until it comes out, I'm just like, give me Superman Legacy. That's kind of where I'm at. That's fair. What did you think of our first half of 2023 draft for all of the fandom content that you love? Tweet at us at Reckless Rebels, R-E-C-K-L-E-S-S-R-E-B-E-L-S. Someone, probably me, will be making a graphic so we can have it and vote upon it. Jack, Jack, where can everyone find you over on the social media? You can find me on Twitter at Jack Pews. That's P-U-E-S, all one word. Thomas, how about you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at T.C. Rochester Act, T-C-R-O-C-H-E-S-T-E-R-A-C-T. Tweet at us, send us messages, give us recommendations, send us sends sends us questions, and we is going to read them. Yes, sir. <laughs> sentience and droids oh actually real fast jack do you have a recommendation for the audience oh i don't think so thomas do you i'm gonna recommend that we already talked about it extraction two fun movie absolutely enjoyable black mirror episode one season six is awful like just just i'm just saying if you've never watched black mirror if you give no fucks about it if you care not about anything else going on in that show ever, watch Joan is Awful. When I say it's so timely about what AI can do and about terms and conditions and about manipulation of corporation on personal, of person personnel and human beings as a general. Uh, I mean, if you've ever watched a show where it's far in the future and the corporations have taken over, Honestly, that's not too far off of what I think might be happening here in this reality that we're living in, looking at you, Ready Player One. But it is the most meta of all metas to ever have metaed. And when I say they have like extra dimensional shit in that episode, ooh, Interstellar. Kind of. There's another dimension. That's why I was like, yeah, I, I was like, I was like, I was trying to compare and I was like, you know, kind of. Listen, Joan is awful. It's it's like 55 minutes. It's a one shot. It's over when it ends. It's wow. a little it's like a little mini feature film. Holy fuck, dude. It's so good. Cannot recommend that more than I watched another one which blew my mind, but like I keep coming back to that. I've heard it's great. great. So good, dude. People have told me to watch that show just as a whole for a while and I have not and I'm kind of yeah. scared too, but maybe I will one day. My recommendation. Hold on. Uh, Hold on. Y- yes, Thomas. Don't be. Sometimes they are scary. This one I would say is less scary and more like, oh my God, what if that actually is happening? Yeah, scary. And well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> let me just put it like this: they make Come fun on, of Dad. Netflix. They make fun of Netflix, and so like they're. Like there is like a whole, well, let's go on. They call it Streamberry. Let's go on Streamberry. And the Streamberry thing opens and it's Netflix's logo with Streamberry words. Nice. It goes to the S and it's boom. And the, the it's the exact same everything. And then they're watching. They're scrolling through all these things. In fact, what I love is inside their Streamberry are the episodes of the season as their own shows. 
like the oh. episode of that season, like Locke, Henry, Henry Locke shows up, another one shows up, another one shows up, and those are the names of the episodes for season six. You know what I what show I miss, Thomas? Uh, uh, Agents of Shield. The Boys. <laughs> oh, <laughs> dude, when does The Boys come out? I don't know. I don't know. But my recommendation for the week is to grab a family member, loved one, friend, whatever, uh, play some music, and just start dancing with them randomly, so you can feel good about life. Uh, it's quite nice. Um, Jack, that's the best recommendation we've ever had since. Well, you should go outside and hydrate. Like honestly. <laughs> That was like the beginning of Klein's. That was his recommendation every week, and we put it into the end of the episode because of that. Yeah. And that is, we might have to add go dancing. Yeah, why not? Into Speaking the of the end of the episode and hydration, Thomas, what should people do? <laughs> they should remember the force is your ally and a powerful ally it is. We've spoken. Get some twin sunlight and stay hydrated. Go dancing because if you can dance if you want to. You can be your friends behind. And if they don't dance and then they don't dance, then they're no friends of mine because this was podcasting. Yippee!